Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Well, what, what's going on these days? What, what What is happening? Things seem like they're rapidly changing. And I'm trying to put my finger on it. I'm not really sure. She can probably help us. No, I know she can with some insight on that. She is an intuitive card reader, Hayoka storyteller, and uh, so much more. Janice Reed is back with us. Welcome. How have you been? I've been doing well. But as you've suggested, uh, things are going a little strangely out of order. And I have a word for it. Everybody wants to get this word down on your word of the day is called cattywampus. Cattywampus? <laughs> it's all cattywampus. <laughs> you can't really, it's like pitching a football and trying to act, teach it like a basketball and it's footballs don't act like basketballs. It goes all cattywampus. Uh, kind of- is, is that another term for just haywire, crazy, things like that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's got its uh, resemblance in every other language in the world, I think. Things get off kilter, cattywampus. Okay. So wh- why is that wh- Why is that happening now? And has it happened a- at other points in, in our lives? It has. It has happened in other points. And I've been telling people about this now for, gosh, the last 10 years. Some people listen to me. Others shrug me off. Uh, I may end up sounding like a Karen here today, but really, it's all good. It's all good. Um, But (laughs) plainly said, the world is ending. There's stuff coming in from the outer edges of all the universes that are blowing across the the universal skies. Hubble and this other, I can never remember its name, the telescopes are out there. Mm -hmm. They're starting to actually notice the vibes as different. I call them winds, but they're they're movements from where we hadn't heard them before. I mean, there's a whole radio show going on from some planet or a congregation of planets that people, it's just strained. We're hearing things that we haven't heard before. And it's because the wind I've been talking about has been blowing. It's sort of like a solar powered thing. If you'll, you know, many multiple solars, but it blows between the stars And as it goes past one solar system, it picks up debris and information and it drops it in the next solar system as it drows by that one and picks up from there. Sort of like um, your dog's favorite light pole (laughs) where all the information is stored. (laughs) It's been happening. And it's uh, so, yeah, the Earth is going to go through some some big changes. And part of it we've already noticed. I mean, there are flowers blooming. It's middle of February. And I think there's some place in Utah today I heard was going to be 93. Wow. Totally cattywampus, just cattywampus. Well, you said something a few moments ago that kind of made me think deeper, very deeper. You said the world is ending. Now, hold on. Mm -hmm. We've heard that before. The world is ending. The world is ending. It is. Oh, it does it every night. When we go to sleep at night, the world ends. Thank you. It is ending. The world is ending. Wake up, everybody. Things are changing, meaning things that were in your past or even in your present are changing because that's ending. Could be a phase in your life, could be a relationship, could be that doesn't support you, could be stuff is ending and there's always new beginnings. So it's an interesting way when you look at it that way. And astrologically or 
cosmically is are things different now like it, it, i feel like yeah. they are i mean i know when at yeah, this time yeah. we're in a new moon situation um i don't know if that has something to do with it um yeah. it does what's it does. going on i am a because i've always been hyper intuitive sensitive psychic psychotic I've been looking for reasonable <laughs> explanations for why I do like this, why my brain works like it does. And it's these winds that are blowing across the universe that have been noticed. There was an article. It might have been in I Love Science. I forget which page it was on. But what they've noticed, what scientists, I say they, as if everybody knows who they are, they that we're going to point to and call it their problem now. The scientists who pay attention to these things have actually noticed that as the universe swirls around, the planets swirl around, this wind that's blowing actually moves the planet's orbits seriously. So wow. that when the sun and the moon line up, there's an actual physical movement that you pick up. When, when Uranus is your rising house, when Uranus is, is sitting up there and the conditions go right across that when we say that's coming up over the horizon. The the planets actually move. Their sound is altered. So we are altered because on a very unconscious level, we hear that sound movement. We hear the doorbell ring. The can opener goes on. So when weird configurations come up and people go, oh, astrology, and then that. No, it's for real. It's a scientific thing that's so subtle that scientists nowadays are only just now discovering how to latch on to it and understand it. So, yes, as the planets move around Earth, everything on Earth is affected by them, not just you and your Uncle George. But all of us, the plants, the animals, our global consciousness changes. Get your head wrapped. Get mm. loose here. Okay, you ready to swing your head back and forth? I can, yeah. The consciousness of the planet is changing and it is causing everything on it to change because it's all, you know, we're all one, one block. We're all one puzzle and each of us are little pieces. But because mm. the planet is going through some changes, so are we. So are people like me, especially who are extremely sensitive to this stuff. And some of us don't know what's going on. So we're pulling our hair. Um, we go petty wonkers. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what's creating so, these changes? You know, I, the, the winds are different. Uh, it's causing the planets to spin faster. Like what? What? What's happening there? It, it's an. I don't know how to far to go out. This is you got to get out of it to get into it. It's an, an altercation, alteration that is beyond our mm, ability to change alter it's sort of like the sun comes up in the daytime and it goes away in the nighttime and there's not a darn thing you can do about it except pick your body up and change you know chase it around the planet but there are certain planetary astronomical things that we are simply respondents to and that's part of what's changing the world right now there was a i'm going to go back and then forward kind of like a seesaw here for a second there's one of the stories in the bible book of co collection of Bible stories about a woman who was bleeding and in the middle of a big crowd, she crawls up to, to JC and touches the hem of his garment to try to get his attention because she's been, you know, she's been bleeding all of her life. She's just never stopped. And in this big crowd, JC goes, oh, who's that touching the hem of my gown? 
he noticed her. Even though he was surrounded by who never knows in, in the story, I mean, the numbers change, but he noticed this weak tug at the edge of his world, the edge of his garment. That's sort of what's happening now with the winds that are blowing around through the universes. We are noticing a little tug on our garment. How we respond to that tug mm. is going to decree how you continue on as a conscious being. Will you ignore the pull and say, yeah, I'm busy right now. I'll, I'll get to you later. It's all right. Or will you say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I noticed there's a force and, you know, there's a movement in the force and reach out and connect with it. The it is inside of you, me, her, him, them. Each of us is a planet and we're being affected by this wind. We don't have a reference for it specifically, but it's sort of like learning to cha-cha first and then they stick you on a ballroom floor. You know, they're both dances, but they're not exactly the same. To loosen up our hold on what we think is, is the lesson for today. To hold on very, very loosely. Hold it with your hand wide open so it rests whatever it is, idea, thought, gidmajika. No matter how cattywampus sits in the palm of your hand instead of trying to clutch it. Because you'll break your hand. That booger's going to bust out. So you just hold it softly and gently, but hold on. Kind of follow it around as it moves to learn how each of us as individuals are best respondent. It may make me want to dance. It make me, may, maybe you want to write your book. Finally, the opus gets put together. You know, the buildings can, the politics, the, the buildings of politics fall down and new walls will go up. New structures will come up. We are literally changing the world and the economic and social structures are just as susceptible as any other bird or butterfly or you or me. If we fight the changes, we're just going to get hurt, break a nail, you know, who knows. But if we hold on loosely so that we, it would feel sort of like riding two horses with one foot on each saddle to just kind of ride loosely, to hang on, to make this change. There will be people who will go to war, who are at war, because whatever this pull is, they don't like it and they're going to fight it. Other people feel the pull and go, but you know, last time that happened, mama had cookies coming out of the oven. Let's go see what it is. Keep our thoughts loose, light. Remember that we are all related. So to pick on you would be ridiculous. Number one, I don't know where you live. Number two, if you knew where I live, I could get hurt. <laughs> to roll I couldn't find you anywhere. You're somewhere hidden in the mountains. <laughs> Boy, you bet. You bet. I'm up here in the middle of middle of God's country. Yeah, it's it's time specifically for people to take a few minutes out for themselves and go, you know, it has been getting kind of weird at the office. <clears throat> Traffic's been acting up. The city used to not be this bad. I mean, when I hear about New York City now, I don't want to go. I loved living there when I did, though. Politics have changed socioeconomics have changed i've changed i'm old now and i can't run as fast <laughs> well i'm i'm a uh, hour and 10 minute train ride from the city and uh, you know probably about an hour and 20 minute drive into the city maybe even less depending on traffic i don't go to the city unless there's yeah. a real reason whether it's to see a show whether it's you know work related whatever it might be um mm -hmm. and this is me personally i don't even like driving in the city i'll you know, try and take transportation of some sort. I want to ask you this, Janice. Dude. 
this whole planet change and everything that we're talking about today, does this have anything to do with what some refer to as the fifth dimension? Hmm. I'm not really sure what the fifth dimension might be. I've it's, heard two, two or three different definitions from the fourth dimension mm. and the fifth and the sixth, and they go on. It gets pretty far out there, and I have to admit that I I don't keep up with it. it I'm trying to keep up with right here. I got you. And, and, and it's, uh, I, I don't know a lot about it, but from what I've been told a number of times by different people, we're in the – many of us sit in the third dimension. A few of us get over to the fourth. The fifth is – just a higher state of consciousness, uh, an ultimate feeling of love, just in general. It's just, just you know, wonderful, as I'm, I'm told. Um, you have to be open to discovering it and all that. And I'm just wondering if, if this change ends, this all comes from this, we're the age of Aquarius. And interestingly, there was a song that came out in the late 60s, early 70s by oh, The Fifth Dimension. <laughs> <laughs> the age of Aquarius. God, that, was a good song. that was so wild when it came out. Right. But it's, it's almost seems like they all knew about it back then. And oh, hits, and, hits and, have been coming. And, and it takes, it takes decades for us to make these big changes, but we're at the point, as I understand it, of getting closer to this thing called the fifth dimension and more of us being in it. So I was just wondering if the, you know, this whole shift in the planets, the wind change and all of that had something to do with that. I don't know. Fifth dimension sounds better than implosion. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what we're going through. That's We are sort of imploding. People have stepped away from each other, and they pick up their little toys, their handheld devices, their new shoes. I would love to wear a pair of Louboutins just to see how they felt, but you know, I'm not going to go out of my way. To. People are looking... In so many places, it seems, but fewer and fewer are looking within. Mm. People are so busy blaming it on someone else. Even that, you know, I'm like this because of my childhood experiences. Well, okay, your childhood experiences influenced how you live right now. So live right now. Why are you still back in your childhood experiences? Mm. We have to understand and grow forward. We can't just keep hanging on to what was. Literally, if the sun should implode or explode tomorrow or today, it would catch up, you know, sometime. It'd be one heck of a full moon. Where would you be? You would be in your consciousness. If the body slips away, we have a kind of consciousness that we've proven rides between the bodies. There's reincarnation memories. You know, there's some people's claim they can see the future. Our consciousness is sort of like an overlord over all of the universes. In some ways, that's why I noticed the winds blowing, tickling between my toes. As I stood on the outskirt of everything and looked toward us, toward what we think of as reality, my brain goes places. Um, mm. There was a gentleman named Ingo Swan that noticed rings around Mars. Ingo Swan was one of the original Stargate seers, watchers, lookers. Uh, he was able to be given uh, coordinates on a map, and that's all you'd give him. And he'd say, oh, well, that's what it's called. I see what's it there. And he would describe what he saw there, even if he didn't know those coordinates, because his mind was able to 
escape what we think of as reality far enough to step out on the far edge. I I got to meet him and it was so neat to meet somebody else that does this because only somebody else that does this can look at you and say, cool, everybody else freaks out because it is kind of freaky. I know that there are other people like Mr. Swan, like myself, that see from these parts. Mm. It's a strange seat of observation, but it's what I use when I try to work with an individual to help them see the situation from far enough away that they can disconnect from, that they can breathe while they're looking at it, so that they can look at a situation as if they would see a movie on a TV screen instead of what's happening in front of me at my dining room table so that we can get a little distance and see what it is. Because I've seen this distance of changes coming for this planet as well as several others, um, it's the Karen in me says, oh, y'all look out, here she's going to blow. Whether we wake up in a new world or if if our world just seems to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, it sort of depends upon what we're looking for when we look out at the world. Are we looking for what we want to be there? The world is going to be looking worse and worse and worse and worse. But if we're able to look and see what's there, what's the new thing? What was new born in the night? Every morning to do that instead of relying on what we thought was for sure going to happen. This is this is what I'd like to, to mm. be the lesson today, you know, to kind of hold on very loosely so that your life doesn't go all cattywampus. Hmm. Great point you bring up because the tighter you hold on to things, the harder they are to let go. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the universe says, you're letting that go. Sorry. That's the way it's going to be. You ain't keeping that thing. You're going to let me take it from you or you can put it down. (laughs) Yes. Well, I will share this in my journey of life. I've discovered that everything is temporary. Everything is temporary. Tell me one thing that's permanent. My curiosity. (laughs) <laughs> I win. <laughs> I'll punch a hole in that. Give me, give me a yeah, second. Yeah. Punch me uh, that. Punch that ticket for me. Uh, yeah, it's all changed. Everything's changed, and I'm I'm sorry, but you know everything. Everything is not forever. You know, you could say you're with somebody, uh, and a, you know, relationship is wonderful, and we'll be together forever. Well, I'm sorry. Just get, go with me on this for a minute. No, you won't, because one person will leave the planet potentially before the other person, usually. Um, so it's not, it isn't forever. You know, maybe this it's bigger than I realize, and maybe we are together in another realm. Haven't, haven't looked deep enough into that, although I don't uh, say it's not possible. Um, but yeah, we hold on to these possessions and and t- take take a, take a survey of all the people that were, you know, bazillionaires and, and lost it all. And would say, I just want to be happy. I don't care about the money. You know, the big house on the on the hill, the white fence, the kids, the two cats, a dog, you know, all of that. But are you really happy? Some people would say, yes. Are they really? Some would say, I searched. I'm not really fully happy. This is okay. This is great. Uh, I'm grateful. But maybe not fully yeah. happy. Well, it happens a lot. I've been doing that. I'm trying to get hold of my own cattywampus life. You know, as you know, my my husband hauled off and left me not too long back. And uh, well, he went he went to a different place. I'm like, where? You know, he went to the farm. (laughs) (laughs) He went to the other farm. 
where he has lots of animal friends with him. But, you know, leaving me here, I'm really trying to see who and what I've got to work with. I've had somebody else to push against and to help define me now for longer than a lot of people have any right to know I've been on the planet. But I'm looking for now, now what do I push against? Because there's nobody here. I mean, I pushed against the cat. She made mincemeat out of my ankle. I tried to sneak across the yard so that the equines, I wouldn't bother them. They snuck up behind me. They're like little, I've got the only horse in the world that can tippy toe. <laughs> I want to see that. I, yeah, oh, she's a hoot. There's, there's changes going on. And what used to be available to me is simply no longer available. You know what? I'm going to clarify. We're just about a time out of time here, but I want to clarify one thing. When I said that everything is temporary, there is one thing that's permanent, and that is you and me. Yes, I'm pretty permanent. So far, I've not been able to be killed. Well, think about it. You always not have private. yourself. You'll have yourself to the end of days. You can always- That's the consciousness. Yes. You can always but, rely on yourself. doesn't matter mm-hmm. what's going on. A lot of time for me to realize this. It it doesn't matter what's going on. Yes, you have kids. You have a partner, spouse, whatever it might be. Um, They may not always be there. There could tomorrow, a rift could take place in your family, and one of them is gone. And you may not hear from them for years. You don't know what's going to happen. But the one permanent thing is you got yourself. You can always rely on yourself. Yeah, got to get to the point where you can rely on yourself and trust yourself and your instincts and all of yes. that. That's, that's the, that's, I think that's the greater challenge. It is. It's always a greater challenge. It's why we keep coming back for more. It's not, not because we just like the, the suffering or like me, you come back for the cookies. We're trying to figure out how's the best response to each situation. I think. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about that. Yeah. When you, when you go deep in that, what is the best response? Did I make the right choice? By the way, speaking of cookies, I went to a cider house yesterday and there was a lady selling cookies and uh, for her son, who's seven, who wasn't there. He had a um, basketball meet or something. I ate so many cookies yesterday. <laughs> I'm driving my car. Let me grab another one. Let me grab another one. Uh, but then we're good. Um, how do we find you? If we want to, you know... <laughs> Look a little bit deeper into life, all the stuff that's going on. I know that you're available. What's the best way to find you? Wow, I'm getting warm here. Stay with um, me. <laughs> Pardon me, people. Um, find me on um, at an email. I am not on the handheld TikToks. I live in a valley in the sky. You can't find me except on an old-fashioned telephone line. Area 276-579-2883. Or you can send me an email, Goddess Janice 2, the number 2, G-O-D-D-E-S-S-J-A-N-I-S, Goddess Jan is, at Outlook.com. <laughs> Make a note, it's Jan is, not Janice. You can find me on Facebook. Look me up under Janice Reed. Um, yep. I get into all kinds of trouble there. But uh, contact me. I will work with you outside so I don't get so hot and start coughing. And she's like, she really is in the mountains. I'm not even <laughs> kidding. In between two big mountains, cell service is almost non-existent. I, I can't believe you even get a signal out of there in terms of, well, I guess, you know, your, your hardwired Wi-Fi. Uh, uh, but I think the universe has allows this to get your message through. <laughs> I really do. Well, hard news. Hard news came recently. Uh, a lot of the, 
the hard telephone line, the landlines are going to roll up because nobody uses them anymore. Yeah. Except for me and the five or six other people on the planet. Yes. And so who knows what will be next? I got to hold on loosely before my world goes caddy wampus. Say it again, caddy. Caddy wampus. Got it. And, right. and it is, it's a dictionary word. It's C A T T Y W A M P U S. Caddy wampus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be using that a lot. Um, Janice, thank you so much. You, uh, you bring a lot of insight, make us think about our lives, how to apply it and all of that. And for that, I appreciate you. Thank you. Life is good. If we just look for the good stuff, that's what we'll find. Life is good. If you look for the good stuff, you're hundred percent, right? It really mm-hmm. is. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Nice to see you. Have, have I hope a, I see you soon. Have a cattywampus free day. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and if you don't know what cattywampus is, Go out there and play basketball with a little football. You'll know. We'll be right back. (laughs) Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.